Welcome to Subject Matter, where we help leaders navigate the tricky waters of building a company. We are shining a light on the subtleties that unlock empathetic communication, letting you build powerful relationships. I'm your host, Ben Bradbury, the founder of Astutely. Let's get started. Today's successful leaders all value one product above all others. It can't be bought, it can't be bartered, and once it's destroyed, it can seldom be put back together. That product is your reputation. Your reputation is not just a product in your career, but the product, and it's what people say about you when you're not in the room. Today, we have the largest room ever to exist, and that is, of course, the internet. And savvy business leaders use this opportunity. They apply their reputation by building powerful personal brands. A powerful personal brand is a vehicle that you can use to build relationships with customers and employees and connect with their heads and hearts. The truth is, though, that building a brand online can be a daunting prospect, especially if you have already accrued decades of quote-unquote offline experience beforehand. So on today's episode, we're going to explore a five-step framework that you can use to make your brand speak volumes when you're not even in the room. First, though, don't fool yourself into thinking that branding has changed much in recent times. History's leaders have known how powerful it can be when your name carries weight, even when you're not in the room or when you're standing on the other side of a battlefield. It's the third century and China is at war with itself. The general Chu Koliang dispatched his army to a distant camp, resting with a small group of soldiers. Suddenly, alarm bells start ringing. His bitter rival, Sima Yi, is approaching with an army of 150,000 troops. This is worse than just being outnumbered. This is certain death. Sima Yi's army thunders out of the forest and up to the city walls, only to find that the gates to this vulnerable little camp are open. There's no soldiers, there's no resistance. There's only one thing that they can see, and that is a man seated on the most visible part of the city wall, wearing a Taoist robe, playing a lute, and softly chanting. That man, of course, is Chu Liang himself. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, this is preposterous. Why isn't Liang hiding or trying to make good his escape? Now, this is where your brand comes in. Because Chuko Liang was known as the Sleeping Dragon, and his exploits were legendary. He forged enemy military documents, he turned sworn enemies into double agents, he had a fearsome reputation. And so when Sima Yi sees Liang sitting innocently atop the castle walls, he just has one thought, this is the Sleeping Dragon that I'm dealing with. He must know something that I don't, and I'm walking into a trap. And so Sima Yi took one last look at the sleeping dragon and turned 150,000 men on their tails in retreat. Chuko Liang's brand saved his life. By cultivating a daredevil persona, the sleeping dragon had an advantage before his soldiers even stepped foot 
on the battlefield. Now, today, I'm not asking you to fight soldiers. As a business leader, you're competing against other companies that are trying to outmaneuver you. Or if you've listened to episode one already, you'll know that that competition is in fact a trap and you want to focus on what makes you unique. And so what I want you to imagine now is having an advantage before you walk into any room. And that advantage is the potential of a well-cultivated reputation and a powerful personal brand. This brand gives people a split-second hesitation before opposing you, or a strong reason to work with you, either as a customer or an employee. And having this edge, having a brand that speaks for you when you're not in the room, that, my friends, is a choice. By taking control of your public narrative, choosing to share your experience, people can understand you. They won't need to make assumptions, as it's clear what you stand for. And today, that choice comes from choosing to live as extensions of ourselves and connecting our best ideas to our target audience's hearts and heads. And now with technology, we have never had a more powerful opportunity. It's never been easier to achieve more with our personal brands. So let's make this real for you. It's time to step out of history and back into the modern day and look at a business leader who understands just how game-changing a strong brand can be. Daniel Priestley literally wrote the book on building personal brands. But my favorite part is the branding decision that he made when he wrote that book that attached him to one of the most widely spoken phrases in business language today. In his book, Key Person of Influence, Priestley teaches a five-step method to become more visible, valuable, and connected through your personal brand. His method goes like this. Step number one, you have to pitch. Have a compelling answer to the question, what do you do? Step number two, publish. Create assets that publicize your message. These could be blogs, books, and of course, podcasts. Step number three is products. Turn your expertise into leverage that lets you go beyond trading time for money. Step number four, profile. When someone searches your name online, they have to be impressed. After all, you are who Google says you are. And step number five, partnerships. Create opportunities with others to achieve more together. There's no doubt that Priestley practices what he preaches of pitching, publishing, creating products, profile, and partnerships. But here's the clever part. For any fan of Priestley's work, you might find yourself thinking of him subconsciously several times a week. And he does this from his book's brand. For many business leaders, success comes down to hitting their key performance indicators – their KPIs. They'll already be thinking about KPIs dozens of times a quarter. Let's remember that Priestley's method is about becoming a key person of influence, or the KPI method for short. By calling his process the KPI method, Priestley is associating this new definition of success, the personal brand, with a very tried and tested business term. So in other words, if you're in Priestley's brand and you're hitting your KPIs, you might find yourself thinking, why not aspire to be a key person of influence too? Less has changed than you might think since the Sleeping Dragon's exploits nearly 2,000 years ago. Your reputation can make people glow with admiration when you're not in the room, and it's never been easier to reach people that will move your business forward in today's digital age. 
That means for business leaders, for you guys listening, there's a great opportunity to connect with your audience's hearts and heads through your personal brand. If you haven't unlocked your brand's potential already, it's time to step out of that functional comfort zone that has gotten you this far. And you can start applying Daniel Priestley's KPI method by answering the first two questions of his five steps. Don't expect to get everything in place at once, but these two steps will allow you to get started. So step number one, do you have a compelling pitch? Can you answer with power and clarity when someone says, what do you do? And step number two, are you publishing your ideas online? Are you living as an extension of yourself and allowing people to find you and not just having to flog yourself to other people? These two steps alone will transform you into an even more valuable industry leader. Through publishing, your expertise is no longer limited to your conversations, but it can start impacting professionals around the globe. And with enough consistency, maybe you'll be the most important item on the next meeting agenda, even when you're not in the room. Hey, it's Ben here. Just before you head off, one quick thing. We love connecting with our listeners. And if you've learned something today, we'd love to hear what you took away by writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five-star ratings make a big difference in helping Subject Matters message grow. And we're curious to know what you took away from today's episode, as that will help us create even more useful content for you in the future. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time for another episode of Subject Matter.